I write bots that scrape all documentation. And when they get up anytime there's an update, my RSS feed updates and alerts me, and I stay awake and reread the documentation. My eyes are bleeding because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right, so staying updated with industry trends sometimes takes a lot of work, especially like <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> tech moves fast and can be overwhelming for mm-hmm. sure. Like there's no way around it. That's I think I think the people who focus on like older languages that aren't used as much, they actually have it figured out. Because That's when's true. the last time you've heard about a Ruby on Rails update? I'm, I mean, never, because I don't pay attention to Ruby on Rails. I mean, fair, but <laughs> I mean, if you stick with an older language and yeah. it's more of a niche, I'm maintaining legacy code, then. That's true. Well, yeah, I mean, like st- even like, like C++, there's a lot less changes happening to that language. <laughs> less than other shit. Okay, that's fair. Because yeah, it, it's a lot more, sta- like, obviously they're updating it, like PHP's being updated. Well, I mean, right now there's. <laughs> C plus plus twenty three and there's there's constantly changes, but you're right, it's not as much as other newer, younger, yeah. less established languages. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, so why is it essential to even stay updated? I mean, it's not it's not even just a preference. There's no award for, hey, look at me, I'm the most current on techie news. <laughs> um it's necessary for success as a developer and as an app owner and a business owner in the tech space. It's, it's necessary for that success and innovation. You can't get around it. Well, even if it isn't directly affecting you, any trends happening and best practices, <clears throat> it, it benefits you, right? Well, yeah. Because and- like, I'm not directly involved in any AI development right now. No. But it is important to follow those trends to see what it's capable of doing and at some point. Well, and the industry, the tech industry is weird and people tend to follow what's new and what other people are claiming to have success And with. that's all that matters. At least that's all you see in the headlines. Yeah. And I mean, for example, right now, there's the whole big thing with Unity and I've gone into that in a previous episode, but the reason it's important is because you're watching trends happen. And as one company does it, or one technology, one framework, whatever does a thing, others are probably going to start feeling out and going that direction. And Mm -hmm. it's the same with programming languages with popular web frameworks. I mean, even look at iOS for the longest time, they had callbacks and callback functions were how everything operated in an iOS app. And then finally, Apple decided, hey, you know what? Async awaits the the style that the web is using it. That's probably the best way to do this. And they started to migrate it. Mm -hmm. And after that happened, a whole bunch of other frameworks that weren't related to Apple, weren't even iOS related, started to go, oh, yeah, yeah, we should do that. We should do that. And so they start moving that direction and everybody kind of follows each other. And staying on top of trends like that, it's good for just keeping your competitive edge too, because you have to know that's happening Mm -hmm. or you're, you're not staying on top of even what's happening. Well, and sometimes your daily, sometimes trends pop up out of nowhere because software as an industry is extremely fast paced. Mm -hmm. 
and new technologies and ideas and methodologies can pop up out of nowhere and overtake everything by storm. I mean, game development is something that has been around for decades and people have been doing it and it's largely object-oriented programming. But then this idea of entity component systems came out where instead of, hey, I've got a hundred NPCs over here and I'm gonna manage everything for all of them individually, entity component systems just go and say, okay, well, I have a hundred things. I don't care about anything related to them. I'm gonna go through a list of behaviors and anything that can walk is gonna walk whichever way it's supposed to. Anything that can jump is gonna jump and it handles it based on components rather than objects. All of that is a long-winded way for me to say that idea was fresh and it was new. And suddenly it went from, here's a niche thing, just an experimental idea, to Unity's trying to integrate it as their new system. They're pulling it in. Unreal Engine is building systems for it. Their third-party libraries and this whole ECS thing took everything by storm. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not aware of what's going on, you can get left behind really easy. Okay, so how how do you stay on top of things like that? How do you know when those things are happening? I don't. I wait for LinkedIn to tell me. <laughs> so LinkedIn, LinkedIn is your major source. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with LinkedIn. <laughs> no, so I typically follow a lot of social media accounts that cover that because mm. I I personally don't have the time to sit there and sift through every piece of news and see what's important. Right. Like even if you're it's on newsletters, not, you're not getting that stuff necessarily. Yeah, it's just not realistic to expect that out of everybody. Mm -hmm. But what I do do is I focus on the technologies that I'm using and that I like. And I follow social media accounts that are based on that and they'll give me the news and I can sift through that noise a lot easier than here's everything going on at tech. Yeah. all at once and i'll usually take like an afternoon a week and look into here's some cool stuff that people are experimenting with here's something that i've heard good things about i'm gonna take a minute and play around with it myself and see what this thing is about yeah. i mean i'm i'm pretty open about being anti-ai art mm -hmm. because I, lots of reasons but even with that when it was emerging a few months ago and you know everybody was getting on that hype train, I went and looked at it and I said, okay, well, let's see for myself what this thing can yeah. do. What are they doing? You can follow social media accounts. You can hear about it, read about it, whatever. But I would still suggest you set aside some time to actually dive into it and yeah. touch things and find out for yourself. What, so like what I like to do just like for my broad knowledge Twitter is my favorite because mm -hmm. you see That's things fair. just short form, right? And I follow just a handful of people that like, for me, it's mostly like Elixir based things. So I follow a lot of people in that industry. Mm -hmm. So when they tweet things, it's usually, you know, technology related things. So I see it that way. And then like, I follow conferences for technologies I care about because mm -hmm. then you can follow like the major keynotes and like, what are the discussions being discussed? Yeah. And that is a major way for me to find it. Um, I'd like to say that I, um, I'm on Hacker News and Reddit all the time, but I'm not. I, I just don't like those kind of platforms. They're not for me. Well, but I will dig into articles on them. 
If I know of them. They can have things that are kind of relevant to us and that we need to pay attention Mm -hmm. to sometimes. Right. But largely what I find on there is just, here's minor hacks for systems you don't care about for things that aren't even related to your field. And a lot of times, like with TechCrunch, people are paying to get articles on there for stuff. And it's not really relevant. They're just looking for how can we get more eyes on our product or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not... It's not so much, here's a trend of amazing things that are new. When you find more technical articles, they're typically on older things. And it's it was a slow news day. So we're going to dive into this framework. Yeah, exactly. So honestly, social media is the way I go. Because you can trend off hashtags and things and only follow mm-hmm. follow things that you're actually interested in seeing. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, there's a lot of noise. But that's social media. Yep. So as long as you're used to that, you're fine. But at least you're seeing noise related to what you're looking for. Yes, for sure. And then, like I said, like, or like you were saying, you have to dedicate some time to try and these new frameworks and maybe just a new way of doing something. Yeah. That is related to your field because you don't know how it works until you touch it. And a lot of people like to trump up what they're doing Mm -hmm. and make it look like it's the coolest shit ever. Yeah. And when in reality, they're not doing anything special. I mean, I've, I can't tell you how many videos I've seen over the last six months of web designer redesigns website from scratch using AI. And the reality of it is, they put in a prompt and they recorded what AI AI spit out for them. And so they like to make a big deal about it, make it look like, hey, I'm doing this super cool thing. And getting your hands on it and getting into the details yourself helps you determine, is this a credible thing I should be paying attention to right now? Or is this just noise and somebody's trying to gain followers? For sure. Because a lot of people just try to follow trends to be relevant Mm -hmm. too they want to be viral yeah and i mean as much as it is important to understand trends and see what's going on and all that stuff i'm interested in what's going to make me a better developer and artist and better at what i want to be doing not what's going to make me go viral for three seconds yeah yeah my like honestly like aside from books books are like not the newest thing right it's just learning they're not no well it takes a while for everything to get published (laughs) but like i would say like my go-to favorite (laughs) is just twitter and youtube yeah for sure and as long as you like yeah youtube can be dated but there you can find your special accounts where people are doing up-to-date things yeah and i mean yes youtube can be dated but people tend to try to stay current on that as well for sure and there's no barrier to publishing i mean if there's anything trendy anything important going on in my feed i'll usually see at least seven or eight videos about it within hours for sure yeah so it's easy to stay on top of things and easy to see what's going on and just read the headlines yeah and then if there's something that's important or hey you know what that sounds like a really good idea. I want to learn more about that. You yeah. can dive into it. And even if it's just the YouTube video is a high level idea and they don't dive into it the way that you want or you need more details, that at least gives you a starting point. Now you know what to search for in the research. Where I see like, hey, everybody's mad at this game engine or this framework or this web tech. 
go check out this one. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have never found that organically. But now I've got a name for me to go look at something and be like, huh, is this worth checking into? Exactly. Yeah. And then like I mentioned before, like conferences, a lot of frameworks and products, they save big releases for like the major year conference, at least yeah. like in your specific like niche industries niche. Yeah. yeah. So those are important to follow, whether you go to them or not, just pay attention to what's happening at them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like, yeah, conferences can be fun, but at the same time, outside of networking, networking is important. You're not going to miss out on the education chunks of it because you can still usually watch those out. Yeah, usually they'll post those even if yeah. it's six months later. They'll right. post them up to build up hype for the next conference. Exactly. So personally, I like to go to conferences to heckle people. Oh, yeah. Ask them dumb questions about the technologies they're using. And See, and he dresses like a troll. It's true. It. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to network with like-minded people. Um, We've seen a lot of shifts, though, because like developers, those communities, they've always been online. Mm -hmm. So the need to be in person, yes, yeah, great. It's nice to meet people, but you don't have to. Yeah. Because I just look at like like Jack. (laughs) I've known that guy for eight years, maybe even longer, and I just met him in person this last year because I drove through his state and we grabbed dinner together. Nice. We like, I would consider him a really good friend, but we've only been, you know, talking code and stuff through Slack and other online. Not to go on too much of a tangent, but most of my most genuine relationships over life have come over my lifetime have come from people I met online, not somebody I met in the store or at church or on the street or something. Mm, Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, none of that has to be in person. Yeah. And there are a lot of really great tools to facilitate sharing information, learning new things online without having to show up at a physical conference. Yeah. So as long as you're networking, whether it's in person or online, you're probably good. I mean, and it's it's crazy. A lot of people focus on, I need to be on this specific site for networking. I got to go to LinkedIn to network. But the stuff that I've seen personally, I was playing, this was years ago. But I was playing Star Wars, The Old Republic. It's an MMO. And people are just running around slashing each other with lightsabers and playing through a Star Wars game. In the general chat for the world, this random person was just like, yeah, I'm learning C Sharp and this is what I'm doing. And they were talking and they were just being a braggy programmer. Mm. And then out of nowhere, somebody in the chat replies with, oh, you know C Sharp? Hey, we're looking for help. Can I talk to you about possibly a job? Nice. And like it was just out of nowhere. Yeah. And so my point with that is you don't have to focus on I have to go to this specific place for networking. Mm-hmm. You can just network wherever you are and build a community because that's really where you, even with social media, people are building communities. Yeah. That's how they get their reach. That's why they're making content. They're building communities. So build one wherever you are and just focus on, hey, let's communicate and give ideas to each other of what's worthwhile to talk about with tech. Yeah. And the more you're communicating with people, the more you actually find cool little like niche articles you might not have found Mm -hmm. too. So, well, and you can find helpful tips and tricks. Like 
you know, Jacob hadn't thought to ask ChatGPT to explain things to him like, like he's five. Like I'm five, and now it's like my favorite <laughs> thing ever. And now, like, imagine, imagine that staying updated in tech is like a toy box. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like a toy box, and all you do is open it, and that everything you need is right there. There are tons of toys, and you just don't know which toy you need to pick. Exactly. Oh, geez. But yeah, so... There's a lot of ways to stay relevant and use what works for you. Like, I know people that love Hacker News and, like, Reddit and stuff. Yeah. And but then I know people that hate Twitter. And I know I know everybody's always looking for where's this magical land where I can go to get all of my information and to stay updated on and there's tech. There's nothing. It doesn't exist. Now, frameworks you really care about, you should be following directly on like GitHub and things. Yeah, and but they'll usually have like a social media account. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like for me, Godot has social media accounts literally everywhere. Yeah. And I just follow those. And oh, hey, here's a list of the new features. And there's great out. like newsletters for a lot of these niches too. Yeah. Like, and they can just be like random, like just hobbyists that write them. Mm -hmm. And if you find an awesome hobbyist that writes a newsletter about Elixir, you're probably going to get great emails. Yeah. So you just got to find it. and Maybe sign up on his YouTube and for his Discord, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't write a newsletter. I'm too lazy <laughs> to write a newsletter. So I was just like giving an example. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the important thing is to find what works for you. Because like newsletters and stuff, I get inundated with emails. Yeah. I cannot read a newsletter. I don't care. I don't. I don't care where it's coming from or how important the framework is to mm -hmm. me. I can't do a newsletter. I it just... depends on who it comes from for me. Like if it's something I'm interested in, I'll scan it. If it's something that I feel like I keep, I, I signed up for out of a mistake. If I get like two emails, then I unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you just got to find what works for you. There are sources everywhere yeah. to stay up to date. It's just... You have to put in a little effort for it, though. You can't just expect to glide by the seat of your pants. Fly by the fly seat. Fly by the seat. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, don't know what the seat of your pants is gliding on. Like, you're never just done learning either. Like, so many people get overwhelmed when they realize how little they know, but we all don't know that much. It's just a step at a time. Yeah. So. And that's, that's why I suggest, like, for me, what works is setting aside for this scheduled portion of my week. It doesn't even have to be a ton. Like I've said, I set it aside and I go play with things and I get caught up, check YouTube feeds, whatever. Yeah. And because setting aside that regular dedicated time helps me think about it and helps me to remember to do that. Because mm -hmm. if you just leave it to, well, you know, I'll scroll social media sometime. I'll check I'm it sure. out sometime. It yeah. never happens. Maybe it'll happen. You because know? Yeah. you're always busy. Yeah. But you want to have that dedicated time to check things out, to learn, to improve your skills, because it is incredibly important to sharpen your axe is yes. the term that I hear a lot of taking that time. And, you know, you always think, well, why would I spend an hour looking into things when I could spend that hour getting my to-do list done? Because a task on that to-do list might be easier to complete or a better way to 
fix it or write it or create that feature with something you're just about to learn. Yeah, absolutely. So boom, boom, staying up to date.